When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. ESPN2, ESPNU. He is Chris Canty. She is Michelle Smallman. I am Evan Cohen. And she has a black eye. There you go. I mean, let's just let's just get right into it. We are new. We are here. We are excited. We can't wait to be a part of this. This is the greatest radio show you could be a part of on Mama, ESPN Radio. We made it. Right, that Mama, we did. We, we did. made it. That a messed up gave us our own radio show. They don't know what they did, do they? They're about they to find have out. No idea what they did. They're about to find out, oh, Canty. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we're about to find out what happened to you. So literally, this is day one. This is a big deal. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. This is a huge deal. We're going to get into all the football, of course. But being here, sitting in this studio, a studio that Michelle sat across from mm-hmm. for many years producing here on ESPN Radio, and this is the biggest day for us, right? Day one. A1 from day one here. And Michelle comes in <laughs> with a black eye this morning. Yeah. Well, the show is unsportsmanlike. I am a team player, and I think I took it a little too literally, guys. I came yeah. in thinking, all right, I'm going to establish myself as unsportsmanlike with a black eye. But I feel like a black eye is sportsmanlike, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're playing high-level sports, like if you're in contact sports, if you're a boxer, MMA, you know, you're going to get a black eye. That's I feel true. Like, I feel like you're leaning into the identity of being a morning show host that's right. on a sports show. I love it. Uh, I would love to pretend that that's the truth. In actuality, this is highly embarrassing, that on day one, <laughs> I rolled in with a black eye. Shout out to the makeup crew, who did a very good job, if you can see, of covering it Humble. Up. Humble over here. Yeah, wow. Exactly. Already saying how good-looking she is. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> well, go ahead. You can't really tell, can you? Can you tell? I mean, I know, but I don't know. Do you, I don't know what I happened. I can't tell. I, I can't tell. Oh, I have I no idea. No, but I you do have no. to tell us how it happened. Yes, yeah, so I rolled in with a black eye at around 4.30 this morning, and you guys were wondering what happened, and we said, save it for the air. So this is the first time you're hearing this. Yeah. And I wish it was some amazing story like, oh, I was I was out playing tennis, and I was diving for a ball, and somehow it hit me in the face, or you know, just some exciting story. Instead, it's just me being really clumsy, which you guys, we've spent some time together now. You know, I warned you, I'm a clumsy person. Now you're seeing it in action, fully in action. So we have to wake up early for this show. 4 a.m. is my alarm time now, and I'm not used to that. So on Sunday, I was like, I'm just going to lay low. I'm going to get up at 4 on Monday so that when we hit the ground running on Tuesday, I'm already acclimated. I'm ready to go. So I stayed in on Sunday, and I was going to clean my apartment, catch up on some football, catch up on some hard knocks. And I live in a tiny apartment in New York City. It is small. We love it. It's what we call charming, but it is small. It is small. So I was I was vacuuming, and I see something underneath my couch. And I, you can probably hear, I have allergies. So I have an air purifier that runs in my apartment. And it's a very small space. So as I was reaching underneath the couch, I was kind of crouched over. I tripped over the cord of the air purifier, mm. and a glass, a physical glass on the table Caught my fault. She just hit herself with a microphone. She just hit herself with a microphone. She's about to give herself another black eye. It just happened again. Unbelievable. 
I, you thought I was kidding when I told you how clumsy I am. I no, now I'm not. Now I don't. Yeah. Yeah, so as you can, you probably can't see, but there's a cut that's kind of a, a half moon shape, mm-hmm. and that's from the glass. The glass caught my fall. Yeah, but let me tell you, the flaw in your game plan is trying to get acclimated to getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because take it from somebody that's done it before, they ain't no getting used to no, it, Smalls. None. It ain't going to happen. I'm trying to get in a routine, nah, nah, CC. dog, it ain't going to happen. Wake it up at 4 in the morning, you never get used to it. And I'm going to tell you the worst part about it. Yeah. When it gets cold outside. Oh, don't even. And that hawk hits you in your face when you walk out that door. Don't even. Yeah. Now, now I'm listen, afraid these, she walks on ice, Now listen, <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are first world problems because we get to talk about sports for a living. That's right. But let me tell you, though, know, there's no way you get used to getting up that early in the morning. Wait a second. You no want to talk about first world problems? So we're sitting there before the show. And CeCe's telling us a story about when he signed with the Giants, okay? <laughs> and this man is a Super Bowl champ. He was a dominant defensive lineman. I hate him because he beat the Patriots, and I'm a Pats fan. You'll learn about my front-running fandom. Yep. And this man gets this big free agent contract from the New York Giants. He's thrilled. His family's happy. He made it. He's back to New York where he's from. Yeah. And he complained that the Giants put him up in a hotel, that they had a key instead of, like, a key card. And he oh. said, I really rethought my decision to sign with the Giants because they had a key to the room in the hotel. So Evan is leaving out a couple of key details here, Smalls. Oh, First of all, details? when you walked up to the hotel to check in, yeah. there wasn't a lobby with a front desk. It was a glass window. So oh. problem number one. Okay. And we're not talking about a hotel in Manhattan or in New Jersey. We're talking about a hotel in Queens. Not to disparage <laughs> the borough of Queens. But I'm just saying, it's a little bit seedy when you start talking about airport hotels around LaGuardia. (laughs) And my biggest issue was that the issue that I had with the Giants in negotiating could have been resolved a lot sooner. They tried to smoke me out. They were saying, well, you know, we got all of this, all of that going on. Other things to consider with our salary cap. First of all, sidebar, when a team tells you there are issues to consider with a salary cap, what they're really telling you is they don't want to pay you. Because we realize the salary cap is not a real thing. But I digress. Anyway... They knew that there was a winter storm coming in, a nor'easter coming in that evening, and they wanted to keep me from potentially going on my other free agent visits. They were my first stop. So they used that as a negotiating tactic and said, yeah, you know this? This contract that we're giving you, it's going to look a lot better tomorrow if you can't get to Green Bay or wherever the hell else you're going. And so they tried to play that game. Now, eventually they (laughs) caved and gave me my money. Sure. But- because of the Nor'easter rolling in, I couldn't get on a flight and go back home. I had to stay at the CD Motel in Queens that evening. Okay, so let's so that's just... The that's the problem. Okay, like, but like hold said, on a I second. I don't have a problem getting... The contract is, is supposed to be the highest of highs, right? Okay. But, but you can't feel comfortable when you're staying at a hotel where you have to sleep with all of your clothes on in the bed. There's no way oh. you can make that comfortable. On top of the sheets? Exactly. On top of the sheets. Been there. Not, exactly. But, Michelle, as you First were on... All, this is like another story there when you talk about you been there. Been there. Been there. <laughs> Studied abroad in Europe. Many okay. a hostels where yeah. I slept fully yeah. clothed on top of the bed. Shoes on. Well, as you were in hour three of makeup this morning... Yeah, it took Chris, a while. Chris was saying that he was complaining about this hotel. And Pat and Nuno were ready to throw him out of the studio already. Like, it's actually insulting that you're going to complain. You get a massive... You earned a massive contract and you're complaining about the key... In the hotel. Well, here's the thing. If you gave me a massive contract, you would think that you would want to treat your employees as best as you could, right? Sure. Having me or stay- that you could pay for ha- your own having, hotel. But, but here's the thing. But why set me up, first of all, why set me up for a hotel that has real keys right. and a glass window where you have to go check in? After you gave me the contract you gave me, why would you do that? 
Well, I understand there is that. No good expo- exactly. You <laughs> stop because there's no good explanation for I it. I understand that, but there's it, no good explanation. In general. It's not like I know Queens, too. I'm from the Bronx in Co op City. Co op City and Queens, we don't cross no lines, man. But I love, like, think about the pinnacle. That's like us complaining about the hotel. Yeah. We hit, we hit the pinnacle. We're here, unsportsmanlike, ESPN Radio, yeah. Sirius we XM Channel it. 80, ESPN 2, ESPN U, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're here, right? This is an awesome opportunity. But if we were to come in this morning and say, you know, I don't love the hotel we stayed at in Bristol last night. Think about saying that. You can't even get that through your mind, how inappropriate that would be. Well, think about it. For me to bring it up just shows you how bad the hotel actually was. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand. This hotel might have given out an hourly rate. Oh. That's the kind of place we're talking about here, guys. Some of your nobody teammates probably went there for nobody. that. Wow. Oh, wow. Whoa, wow. Look at you. I said some of your teammates. Wow. Wow. You didn't, you didn't deny it. You run into somebody. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> He's now going through every teammate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy went to an hourly. And on this that, guy went and on to that an hourly. Note, do we have some sports that we need to talk about? That was We're talking about signing with the Giants. Oh, okay. I thought that was. Yeah, I, I know I got called out already. I'm not even. I, today's my first day on ESPN Radio, mm-hmm. okay? And I got called out this weekend here on ESPN Radio. By already. Whom? By Mike Tannenbaum, front office insider, former GM, Dolphins, Jets. He was on ESPN Radio over the weekend with Jonathan Zaslow. And take a listen to what Mike Tannenbaum said. He just lied about me coming into literally day one and week one of Unsportsmanlike. Take a listen to what Mr. T had to say. I'm just curious, is Evan Cohen going to be talking about sports or how not to play bets? I'm just curious. You know, his area of expertise really transcends a couple of things. Like, (laughs) I made a couple of bets with him over the years. There's a great Italian restaurant in New York City called Quali Italian. They have chicken parm in the form Mm -hmm. of a pizza. He has lost count. He once told me, we almost bet on... Why the ironically, why the 49ers were trading up, and he was trying to talk me into the fact that they gave up multiple first round picks for Kyle Pitts. And anyway, the amount of chicken parms that are owed from him to me is probably too many to count. So I'm sure the show is going to be great. Chris is great. Looking forward to hearing Michelle. But my man, Evan, he may know sports, but he sure doesn't know chicken parm. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. He, he literally miscategorized and characterized the bets. Those okay. weren't the bets. All right. right. He got every part of that wrong. He actually owes me chicken parm. Two, home and home. One in, one in New York and one in Florida. You guys know, if you bet chicken parm, you better pay up on the chicken parm. Sure, absolutely. But That's he a serious Yeah, thing. let me adjust my pinky ring here. You better pay up on chicken parm. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm Italian. We don't mess, mess around with yeah. that, okay? Wow. All of a sudden, Tony Smalls with that sitting outside, getting ready. That's good. Let's go. All Tony right, doesn't like, play. Tony right. doesn't play. Smalls knows a guy. That's right. Oh, she yeah. knows, she knows I, know, guy. I know several She's guys. The guy. One. <laughs> She's got a guy. <laughs> She's the one. Yeah, but he got that all wrong. By the way, I was right about that. Think about if, if Kyle Pitts was there and they drafted him third overall instead of Trey Lance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't trade up three picks to get a tight end, Yeah. but they botched that whole thing. It's one of the big storylines going into the NFL season is Brock Purdy for real, and we're going to find out this year. But Mike Tannenbaum is just wrong in his analysis of, of the betting. It's just, I, I'll pay off the bet if I lose the bet. I didn't lose the bet. Mm, I don't know about that. Oh, you, you don't believe don't, me now. I don't know about that. All I'm just simply saying is this. I'm not taking a tight end third overall. I'm just not. I understand that, but looking back, playing the results... Hindsight is twenty twenty, and we can get into this a little bit later, but I don't have a problem with San Francisco taking a big swing on a quarterback. They missed. It happens. Like, we've seen it time and time again. Like, the New York Jets, they keep taking swings on yeah. quarterbacks in the top five and keep missing, which is why they had to go out and get Aaron Rodgers. But it just shows you the state of the league. You have to have a quarterback that can be a difference maker, somebody that graduates your team, somebody that's beyond a game manager, because once you get into the playoffs, if you don't have a guy that can elevate the talent around him, 
you're not going to go very far. But are you okay with them swinging and missing because the state of the team is still in a successful one? Because they're still contending? Yeah. Because if they... Yeah, they've been to conference championship games through yeah. the last four years. Because how so. many other franchises could swing and miss like that and still be able to be in the conversation as far as a Super Bowl contender? Exactly. When you hit on Mr. Irrelevant. That's, that's when it comes down to it. It's yeah. when you hit on Mr. Irrelevant, we can ignore the fact that you swung and missed at the number three overall pick. Yeah, but when you hit on the defensive player of the year, second second overall pick in Nicky Bosa, you might want to give that guy his money so he can be nah, in, he doesn't play quarterback. So he can be in the contract. You don't have to worry about the defensive Well, he plays line. the second most important position in football, which oh, is defensive line. Oh, he plays left line. tackle? Defensive line. Left tackle? No, the guy that gets the quarterback <laughs> is the second most important position, and you don't have to take my word for it. Just look at the contracts. Mm. I didn't realize he was a left tackle. I didn't know that. Well, you know what? Maybe Bosa was offered a bad hotel in San Fran and turned down the deal. That could be it. There's a key and not a swipe and a glass window to check in on. All right, today's our day one. Unsportsmanlike (laughs) on ESPN Radio, at Unsportsmanlike on Twitter. So here's what we want people to do. Celebrate with us. Hashtag it Unsportsmanlike on Twitter. Tweet at us, at Unsportsmanlike, at Evco Radio, at ChrisCanty99, and at MSmallman. A picture of yourself. Tweet it at us. Let's commemorate our day one here, at Unsportsmanlike. A picture of you listening to our show or watching our show. Let's go here on ESPN Radio. All right, coming up, Deion Sanders is the biggest, biggest person right now in college football. Is the reaction and the coverage of him fair? We'll get to that coming up on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, yeah, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Oh, wait, look at Michelle doing the, the money sign. Let's go. You can watch on ESPN2 and ESPNU. Michelle Smallman, Super World Champion, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Yeah, this is Dion must be the money. Okay, so let's acknowledge one thing. Dion has become the biggest star in college football right now. He's an amazing coach. He was an amazing football player, an amazing baseball player. Maybe not an amazing rapper. Just throwing that out there for all the young people listening. You probably don't know that Dion was a rapper. Although I will say this. Is that an all-time bad yet catchy song? I was going to say, you oh, were yeah, bopping. Yeah. What I are mean, you talking he's about? He's not a great rapper, but let, let's be honest. The song was a hit, and it still is. <laughs> like, so it's is a, currently? The, the song is a part of the culture. Yeah. Absolutely. The song slaps. Absolutely. You think his players know that he did that? Oh, of course they do. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if they played it yes. in the locker room after they beat TCU. Big time. What do you mean? 
I'm, is that up there like with Macarena in terms of all-time bad but catchy songs? Wait, I can you... promise you it's more relatable than Macarena is <laughs> to like his players. You like Macarena? What about, what about uh, Hanson Mbop? Now that's a that's a. Bop. Now is that a bad that's song? A bop. No I, I, don't, I don't know what that one is, Smalls. What? You don't know Hanson Mbop? No. We have Javon. You must be doing a terrible job of humming it. Yes, I have no idea. I have no idea. Mbop is one of the all-time windows down on a sunny day. Come on, Canty. You know you're bobbing your head. Before the Super Bowl, you weren't listening I've to this? I've never heard the song, guys. Three brothers. I believe I've they're from Oklahoma. It. They have I, long, luscious hair. I have three hair. brothers, but we grew up in New York City in the 80s. <laughs> I can promise you we wasn't listening to this. Oh, this is Pete Michelle. <laughs> this did not go Middle hard school. at Co-op City. Oh, this is I me getting an Auntie Anne's pretzel at the mall. Maybe going to Limited 2. No, nah, it was probably, <laughs> it was probably <laughs> more like paid in full. Little Air KRS-One. I just said, this is outside of my purview, guys. I said all Time bad but catchy songs. Okay, so Dion must be the money. Maybe that. Oh no question. Well, but, see, it's not. I have a hard time calling it a bad song though. So you're saying if it's catchy, it's not bad. Like exactly. Mbop, exactly. it cannot be considered if, bad. If it's catchy, it's not bad. Okay, that's I interesting. Think we need to adopt that that stance as a show. Yeah, if it's catchy, it's not bad. I'm down. All right, you can tweet at us unsportslike on that. Is every catchy song automatically good? Yeah. I think you may be onto something yeah. because if we say must be the money is bad, well. And we're bobbing No, you head. said it's bad. I didn't say it's bad. Oh, now you're separating yourself from yeah, that absolutely. take. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. You're this. separating yourself from that take like, like Michelle did for me. Do I smell or something? Michelle literally changed seats. I what, did. I what did. happened? That Do actually I smell? happened during the break. It took one segment of it, and yeah. I wanted to disagree. Already. Myself. Already it's, it sounds like a you, it's a you problem. I'm going to go over to Michelle's old. It sounds like it's a you problem. I think it's pretty clear that that's the case. All right, so Deion Sanders has become, and Colorado has become the biggest story out there in college football after their win against TCU this weekend. CC, the coverage of, of Dion has been interesting because normally when a hot coach comes onto the scene, we just sit there and say, wow, this guy's unbelievable. And it's really not a lightning rod of debate. Yet in this case, Dion has become a lightning rod of debate. Yeah, because he's a disruptor. And anytime you have somebody that upsets the apple cart in an industry that has long been established and had its way of wanting the way they want to do things, when Dion comes in with the NIL and the transfer portal, adding 60 new players to a roster from a year ago that only won one game, people are going to raise an eyebrow. And the fact that he's doing it with the level of brashness that we've seen is something that plays into his persona and it attracts players and it attracts and energizes a fan base that hadn't had a lot to root for over the last decade. But that doesn't mean everybody is happy about it. And when we start talking about Dion being the biggest figure in college sports, I think one of the things that puts him on that platform is is because he's symbolic of where college football is going. It's NIL. It's transfer portal. It's finding a way to engage your players. It's the impressions on social media. It's having the catchphrases. I mean, I saw him do an interview yesterday, and behind him in his office, he has his his coin phrase, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good. That resonates with this generation of athletes. That's why I wore a blazer exactly. today for Coach but that, Prime. But listen, you think Nick Saban and Brian Kelly uh, and Mike uh-uh. Norvell and all those coaches can pull that off? Hell no. But that's why they don't like Dion. Everybody has something to say about him because he's unapologetic in the way he goes about it. But it has attracted a lot of players in this generation. And with every single win, it's only going to continue to perpetuate the success that he was able to show on Saturday at TCU. 
I love it because sports needs personality. Sports needs character. Sports needs greatness. And Dion is all of that. Coach Prime is all of that. But I think we've learned over the past couple of years, guys, fame is the most important currency in the United States of America. And I think a lot of people are turned off from Dion because of the fame factor. He he was famous before he got this job. He'll be famous after this job, no regardless doubt. of his coaching. And I think people look at Colorado and they're like, they went 1-11 last season. They're, they're not going to be this good. No way. And then they beat a ranked team that was in the national championship. The runner-up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then they're like, oh, all this transfer portal stuff. They have 86 new players. There's going to be some holes in this. They, they're not going to have chemistry. And what do they do? They come out and they beat TCU and they're having so much fun doing it. And I think if you're a fan of another program who's been lackluster or lagging or your program and your coach is preaching patience, it takes time to build things. And here comes Dion with all the swag in the world, collecting all of this talent and having immediate success. Some people don't like that. No, clearly. And we saw a little back and forth with Dion and Ed Water in the postgame after they had the big win down in Dallas in the the thing that hit me the most is when Dion was asking Ed, do you believe, do you believe? And Ed Werder eventually responded, believe what? And and that is emblematic of the level of skepticism that Dion has been met with ever since he stepped into the coaching realm. Remember, going back to Jackson State, you know, the reporter from the Clarion Ledger, Nick Suss, you know, was talking to Dion. It was a one-on-one interview, and he asked the reporter to refer to him as Coach or Coach Prime, and the reporter continued to call him Dion. And there was that level of disrespect because Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily believe you have the credibility to step into this type of role and have success. And think about what Ed Warder said on his Twitter. He says, Colorado's celebrity coach has made the most interesting program in the country. It's number two in merchandise sales and are sold out season tickets and renewal rate stands at 97% even before he's created attention with his first win. So all of these things separately can be true. He is a celebrity. He is a coach. He does have Colorado respectable right now. TCU also may not be that good. I mean, they lost a ton from last year, right? So let's not go crazy with that. And he may be the biggest star in the sport, which we're going to get to coming up. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to get calls in. Is Deion Sanders the biggest star in college football right now? Is he bigger than Saban? Is he bigger than Caleb Williams? And are you rooting for or against him? Because I think, as CC mentioned, there are a lot of people that are rooting against him. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can watch us on ESPN2, ESPNU, listen on Sirius XM Channel 80, and all of the great affiliates all across the country. He is a man that went on a Super Bowl run, Chris Canty. She is someone that goes on marathon runs, Michelle Smallman. And half I am, marathons, half marathons. And I'm just a front runner, uh, as people <laughs> will learn over the course of time. So Pat McAfee is joining us here at ESPN, which is awesome, and he's going to be here um, very soon on the ESPN platforms. You know he's a part of College Game Day, and this has just been an amazing week. It's going to be an amazing week, couple of weeks, with our show debuting on Sportsmanlike. Of course, Greeny after us at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Carlin versus Joe, Freddie and Harry. Um, Ian Fitzsimmons, Amber Wilson, Q Myers. I mean, just an uh, Jay Reynolds overnights with Sports Center all night. Just an awesome lineup put together by everybody here at ESPN Radio. And I mentioned McAfee because he had Deion Sanders on yesterday. And let's take a listen to what Prime had to say after his big win over TCU this weekend. And the standard don't change. Like the standard has a location and it doesn't change whatsoever. Now it's up to us to get to that destination. Like the standard is the standard. I would be a fool to sit up there like, hey man, I think winning four games is great. <laughs> four, four games for us? Like, come on, man. We don't think like that. We ain't built like that. We don't talk or walk or act like that. We're here to be dominant. We're here to take over this thing and change the whole darn game and be unapologetic about it. That's the way we, I want my kids to have fun. I want them to do stuff. I don't give a darn. If if we 21 points up, get the penalty, do your dance, baby. What I got you. I got you. I mean, like I love what I do and I do what I love. And I love these darn kids, man. I want them to go pro. I want them to get the degrees. I want them to be assets to the communities. I want them to be great fathers, great sons. Like I want so much for these kids. I want them to understand financial literacy. I, I want so much for these kids, and they love it, and they know I've had my turn. Baby, I'm your navigational system. I'm your guy in the, in the corner in the ring. I'm telling you, left, right, left, duck. Okay, now the suit round, that's jab, jab. Like, that, that, that's who I am, my man. That, that's what I enjoy every day, and I don't tire in doing it. I'm your navigational system. That is awesome. You don't think that excites a 19, 20, or 21-year-old? You think he's more Waze or GPS? I, I would say he's probably more Waze, because yeah. Waze seems to be more efficient in getting you where oh. you want to be. Waze has the hacks, yeah, and that's what Coach yeah, Prime yeah, yeah. is saying. I, what does I that mean? Say that. I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah. Waze is saying there's a, there's a cop up ahead, there's a crash, I, I'm going to save you 12 minutes if you go right instead of There's nothing going better forward. than that. You when know, you know. hear the GPS or Waze say, I found a better way for you, it's 12 minutes faster? Yes. Oh, my God. But that's what Dion is saying to I'm these kids. 12 minutes faster. I, I found another way for right. you. You don't have to go to these traditional powers with the Nick Sabans in Alabama or Kirby Smart at Georgia or Brian Kelly at LSU. You don't have to do it that way. You don't have to conform to what they're asking you to do. You don't have to be as buttoned up with me at Colorado, and you can still win. You can still play at a high level. Think about it. The first time out, 
They go out and they set a school record, having four 100-yard receivers, all transfers, by the way. And then his son, Shador, throws for 510 yards, which is also a single-game record for Colorado. Think about that. They now have evidence of everything that Coach Prime has been preaching to them over the last six or seven months. You're right, but one game. Yeah, you're saying it's it's one game, yeah. but it is one game in which there were three touchdown dogs against the runner-up in the national championship game from a year ago. It's a great one it's game. It's a hell of a one game. Right, right. It's not playing my high school football not team. At all, not at all, but, but the other part of that is because he's able to offer credibility in a way that pretty much no other coach in college football can, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of mainstays, stalwarts, stalwarts, that are upset about how Dion is doing what he's doing. And Dion told you from the jump, his first team meeting in Colorado, he's bringing his luggage with him, and it's going to be Louie. That's right. Because of the transfer portal and because of NIL, it's made him, it's allowed him to turn the team over quicker than everybody expected. And now all of the naysayers have nothing to say, but job well done. We'll see what you do next week. Yeah, and I think that when you look at this Dion situation, we're going to get calls in on this at 888-ESPN in a second here. I want to just bring up the question again, because I know you were, you were in the barbershop yesterday yeah. debating this, this whole conversation. Is he the biggest star in college football? And I think right now he is. Like, I think he is more front and center than the Nick Saban right this second. I think he's more front and center than Caleb Williams right this second. I also think, in general, that when we look at this whole thing, it's still a small sample size. So he's the biggest star for now, which is awesome, because he's probably capitalizing on recruits, but there's a lot a lot of room to still grow here. No, and there's no there, reason to think he won't. There is, but it seems like we're, we're we're having people amplify the conversation, people that are detractors, and trying to take away from what Dion has already accomplished as a coach. Think about it. He was a high school coach in Texas, very successful there. He couldn't get a Power 5 job. He wanted the Florida State job. They hired Willie Taggart and then Mike Norvell, and they've been spinning their wheels. Feels like they're on solid footing now. But this is a guy that has a Hall of Fame resume and couldn't get a job in Division One A football. So he went to Jackson State. And even at Jackson State, people said he couldn't get the job done. Won back-to-back SWAC championships. Yep, he did and it. now he's gone to Colorado, and he's won a, in his first game out against a top 25 team. And it just seems like people at every turn want to take away from what Dion is trying to build, in large part because of his brashness and his confidence and his boisterousness. But that's a part of his persona, and that's something that sells. Now, what makes him one of the most polarizing figures, along with being the biggest figure in college sports, and I I, I don't know whether or not that means that people are eventually going to like him with more wins. I think he turns into the person that you're either rooting for or the person that you love to root against. That brashness, that boldness is part of the reason why he's having so much success because we just heard him talking to Pat McAfee. Imagine if you're a student athlete or a parent, either one, you're saying, yep, Coach Prime, I'm going to you. The parent, he's saying, I want them to be successful young men. I want them to do well in the community. Uh, Financial literacy is important. All of these things, if you're a parent, that's important. If you're a kid, he's saying, we're going to win, and we're going to have fun doing it. You can TikTok, you can wear the chains, you can dance, you can celebrate. Have fun doing this. And how many other coaches are saying that? How many coaches that we get the coach speak from? It's pretty stale. And I know a lot of these coaches that have success, they know how to work the room. But nobody can work the room like Coach Prime. And as he continues to have success, that brashness, that boldness, that personality is only going to continue to elevate. And the people that like it are going to love it. And even if he continues to have success, the people that hate it, they're going to hate him even more. So he is not only going to continue to 
be either the biggest or one of the biggest faces in college football, he's going to be a villain for a lot of people. Let's talk with John in Orlando who's listening on Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, John? Welcome to Unsportsmanlike. Hey, hey good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and congratulations on the new show. Thank you. Um, I, I want to say yesterday, holiday weekend, I'm coming back from my family camping trip, and one of your, your hosts were talking about this, and I took offense to it because they said only people 40 years or younger would really like Dion and what's going on. I got to tell you, I'm 55 years old. I was going to high school as Dion was going through FSU. I am a Miami Hurricane fan, and I love Dion Sanders. He he should have went to the University of Miami with his outspokenness and his, his whole personality. But what he's doing for college football, he flat out said in his interview, he's going to make these kids winners. He's going to make sure they get an education, and he's there for them to be the best people that they can be in their lives. Yeah, I mean, when you look at what he's done, that is it, right? I mean, he's riding that wave right now. He is perfect for what college football is today. Because basically, you need somebody to recruit free agents. He can do that. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to to figure out the NIL deals. He can definitely do that. Oh, he has yeah. ads all over the country, which is awesome. And any great advertising partners that want to join us here on Unsportsmanlike, get in now. Get in now, <laughs> no right? Because we are going to be the prime time. We're, it must be the money, right? That's what we're going to be <laughs> on ESPN Radio. So get in now, right? Reach out to us if you want. Like Dion, get in now. It's interesting you brought up the Miami thing. Because I was thinking about this, and CeCe, you brought up the idea of FSU. I can't help but wonder, is Colorado big enough for him? I keep thinking about if he does what he says he's going to do at Colorado, how soon before an SEC school calls? And if Billy Napier does not start doing things at Florida, just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. How soon before an SEC school looks at it and says, why exactly did we let this guy go to Colorado? And Colorado's had great tradition, just not recently. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean, and that's going to be the bar that all of these other coaches that programs might not be sold on long-term are going to have to measure up to because Dion is going to have success at Colorado, because he's going to turn it around, and because they're going to be more than just a one-win team, which is what they were a year ago. Other programs are going to look at it and say, we want some of what Dion Sanders is bringing to the table. Not only can he recruit, but he has the football acumen to have a smart, tough, disciplined football team. That's what we want. You don't think that win was huge for Mike Norvell over Brian Kelly on Sunday night? It was absolutely huge. Yep. Because Mike Norvell saw what Dion did over the weekend, yeah. and that's the job that Dion wanted. Big time. So, I mean, th- this is going to be a guy that a lot of people are going to court, but now because Dion has had to come up, quote unquote, the hard way in terms of his path to being a coach in a Power Five conference, I, I think there's going to be a lot more leverage if and when he does decide to leave Colorado. But based on what he's got rolling right now, I don't know why he would want to leave anytime soon. All right, coming up, we got to get into an all-time mother-son relationship. This mother-son relationship may actually overshadow a massive college football upset from last night. We will get to that coming up. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I feel like I got a swag surf That's on this right. one, right? I feel like I got to take it back to 2009. A little talk, swag surf. Talk about a song that never goes out of style. Exactly, exactly. This Which, one? Oh, yeah. By the way, poll question is up at Evco Radio <laughs> about whether or not... Okay, this is how this show is going to be. I mean, we're going to get used to it here, ladies and gentlemen, that whether or not if a catchy song is just that, can it be a good song? Is every catchy song automatically a good song, which comes from Deion Sanders' Must Be the Money? Well, um, 90% say no, that not every catchy song is automatically a good song. And that's okay. 90% of the people can be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> When people zig, most of the time I zag. I'm Got okay it. with that. Okay, all right. I'm okay with being on that side. All right. But they're, well, they're just wrong. Uh, you can uh, weigh in on that at Unsportslike yeah. on Twitter as well. So last night, big college football upset. Because, you know, when we were thinking about the show and planning the show, the number one thing we said when we, when we had the three of us put together here, we said, you know, we have to do a lot on Duke football. That is the number <laughs> one topic. That is, Forget this NFL thing and this LeBron James and Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. It's Duke football as to where we got to go. Well, give them credit because they had a massive upset last night over a top 10 Clemson team. And their quarterback, Riley Leonard, had a big game last night. And this is a guy that uh, we now know about, but more so we know about Mrs. Leonard, his mother. Because we learned during the course of the broadcast that um, his mom sends him text messages telling him, you suck before every game in order to, quote, keep his ego in check. Ironically, my mom sends me the same exact ones. Oh, does she? Yeah, but it's not before any show or anything like that. Just in general. Oh, it's Tuesday (laughs) at 4.35 in the afternoon. You suck. Call me back. Right? So I'm used to this. I can relate to Riley Leonard here. Does it motivate you? No. It just makes me want to block her number. I actually have changed my name in her phone to, do you think I'm really going to pick up? Really? Yeah. Well, anyway... uh, (laughs) Chris doesn't know what to do with this. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> Wherever you want. I don't even want. know where to go, Do you man. like this? I mean, when you played, did you have anybody kind of getting in your head before games? I mean, obviously, you know, you were so not, old that there not, were no not, text messages back then. Not before games, but after games, certainly. Like, I remember my dad once upon a time got mad at me because there was a write-up in the New York Post that called me a free agent bust. And he got mad, and he used a couple of expletives, and he said, that's my damn name you're out there screwing up, kid. That's my name. Oh, he wasn't mad at the post. He was mad at you. He was mad at me because I played awful, and I embarrassed him so badly that they wrote about it in the New York Post. And he felt the way about it. This is a true story. This actually happened, and this was at a Thanksgiving get-together because we played on Thanksgiving night. At Thanksgiving? This is at Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for no. my health, my home. I'm not no, no, thankful no, 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 for no. my son. I'm who's not thankful for my son that's playing in the National Football League made a lot of money because he embarrassed me. Wow. And, and, and went as far as to say that's his name, not mine. Well, Was in, he in right, fairness, though? He gave He's it not to wrong. He gave He's it not to wrong. No, I know it's wrong. your name, but you weren't that good is what no, you were saying. I played terrible that game. <laughs> <laughs> I played awful that game. <laughs> 
So I, was, dad, I was stealing my first year with the Giants. It was a paid vacation. Well, they have that key situation in the hotel. They didn't put you up they, in a nice hotel. They, 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 they deserved it. It was payback. Pay payback. Pay but, Michelle, do you like this? Like the idea of the mom sending the text to the quarterback, who was great last night, and obviously that's a big upset win. Do you like the idea of the you suck text? I love it. I need people in my inner circle that know me and that aren't afraid to tell me like it is. Like, I love, Cece, that your dad said that to you because I need people to check me when I need to be checked. His mom clearly knows what he needs to get motivated, and she is not afraid to do it. So I love it because it's it's probably something that has riled him up in the past, and he needs it to perform. And Dabo, by the way, Dabo Sweeney, after the game, was talking about how, like, this loss is unlike any loss he's ever seen. Oh, God. You know, there are some of these coaches— as, as you know, you tie it into to Dion. Sweeney calls Clemson Stunner weirdest game. Now, you, you got your butt kicked, yeah. right? You may have had more yards and first downs and everything like that. Sure, it's a weird game. You lost 28-7 to an unranked team as the ninth-ranked team in America. And I think there are some coaches that are at risk of being left behind. I mean, Clemson may be good this year, but let's be fair, CeCe. They have not had that level of dominance that Trevor Lawrence and Sean Watson level over the last few years. And there's some kind of transition. I think going to, you have to be more like Dion and less like Dabo in the way in which you operate your college football program. No doubt about it. I mean, the last two years, Clemson has had six losses, which is more than the last five years in the program when they had Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. So that just goes to show you the direction that the program is trending. And so, yeah, Dabo's clearly losing his footing when it comes to recruiting, but also his messaging to the players that he has in his locker room because they played uninspired football last night. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That game shouldn't have been that close. Dabo wants to talk about all of the miscues his team had in the second half. Well, let's talk about the Duke miscues in the first half. Jalon Calhoun muffs a punt, and that gifts Clemson seven points. And then they're in field goal range, and Jordan Waters ends up fumbling the ball and doesn't be able to put points on the board before halftime and take a lead. So, I mean, there were plenty of mistakes that the Blue Devils made, but Clemson wasn't able to take advantage of them in the same way that Duke was able to take advantage of the miscues from the Tigers. And so I think that's where the game was won and lost. So forget about telling me about all of the indicators and how Clemson is 58-0 since he's been there when they rush for 200 and they throw for 200. None of that matters. Your team made critical errors, which caused them to lose, and nobody wants to hear about your excuses and how much of last night's loss was an aberration because it wasn't. Duke beat Clemson pillar to post, point blank in period. Oh, he really is talking about Duke football. I was kind of joking about that, and he just gave us an no, entire no, breakdown. You no, know, you, you know what? Riley Leonard should take off that wristband his mom gave him and give it to Dabo Swinney because right now they suck. Oh. The Clemson Tigers suck. Yeah, well, because he's Dabo doesn't believe in the stuff that wins in college football today. He doesn't believe in the transfer portal. He doesn't believe in the NIL. He doesn't believe in any of that stuff. There's a level of other guys. I mean, Mike Norvell at Florida State. I see our buddy Joe Fortenbaugh just tweeted about this. And, of course, you'll hear him with Chris Carlin, noon until 3 Eastern time on many of these ESPN radio affiliates across the country. And Joe had a good tweet, at Joe Fortenbaugh. The game is passing Dabo by. The transfer portal is essential, and he hasn't done a good job on that front. Meanwhile, his chief competition in FSU owns the portal. So there you go. Like, it's almost as if if you're an NFL or NBA team and you're like, nah, I'm good with free agency. Uh, I don't need it. No, mm -hmm. we're good. We're going to build it through the draft. That's the only way we're going to build this team, and we are not going to do anything else. Now, you could do that. You could become the Oklahoma City Thunder, and at some point you're going to be good, but it's going to take you seven years to get there. And that's what Dabo – you don't have seven years in college. Well, some people have seven years in college. Not (laughs) with what Clemson is paying him. Right. 
Right. <laughs> and, and there was all this talk forever. Okay, so when Saban walks away, Dabo's going to go to Alabama where he went to school. He played wide receiver. If I'm Alabama and right now, if Saban were to say, I'm good. I'm, I'm leaving college football. I've done all I could do. And you had a choice between Deion Sanders or Dabo Sweeney. It's not close. You take Deion. It is not close. Dabo is not next in line. If he's not going to embrace what's going on with college football today, what happened last night is going to happen more. It's evolve or die, and Coach Prime is doing that. He is the personification of what college football is right now. And Dabo is probably having a pretty big wake-up call today, saying, if I don't get on board, and you know, a lot of these old-school coaches, even if they've had success at this level, are coming and kicking and screaming to all of the changes, they need to change. Because if not, people like Coach Prime are going to pass him up. Yeah, you're assuming that, Smalls. You're assuming that he's waking up today thinking, I have to change. I ain't assuming that. No. I ain't assuming that. I no. think he's waking up today saying the way they do it is still wrong, and I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to win at the end, which that's going to have more 28-7 scores to Duke on his hands. That's what's going to happen. All right, coming up, a captain was named in the NFL. That captain may not play a game this season. We will get to that next. It's Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.